0: Hello and welcome back to the Space News Pod, a daily podcast about space, science, and tech. My name is Will Wald and I am your host, and in this episode I'm going to talk about a NASA executive that has just quit, why that person quit, and why it's important to the future of lunar exploration that NASA has um, you know, all of their systems in order to move forward with the new moon landings that are going to be happening in 2024. So Mark Sarangelo was hired in April to guide a, a new strategy for astronauts to return to the moon by 2024, but he resigned from NASA after lawmakers rejected NASA's proposal to create a separate directorate to oversee future lunar missions and ultimately develop human explorations of Mars. NASA's administrator, Jim Bridenstine, said the proposal was not accepted at this time, so we will move forward under our current organizational structure. Given NASA is no longer pursuing the new mission directorate, Mark has opted to pursue other opportunities. And if you've worked at NASA, your opportunities are pretty great so he could go to spacex could go to ula something like that to you know not go back to nasa because basically what happened was nasa had these grand plans to go back to the moon they still do 2024 is when we're going to go back to the moon with humans that is according to jim bridenstein who is the uh, the head of nasa so what's going to go on is uh, we're gonna send humans back there. But before we do that, we have to do robots, we have to do a bunch of other stuff in order to get the humans there. Now what they wanted this to be was another sort of, not really a branch of NASA, but a, a silo within NASA that just handles lunar stuff, right? And then what Mark did, or what Mark was going to be doing is heading up that silo of just lunar stuff. No one can touch that. No one can touch the money for that and it's just gonna be just moon things. Now, that didn't happen because um, lawmakers said, that's not a good idea. We're not gonna get you the appropriate funding and the appropriate um, areas of uh, legislation to get that passed. So basically, Mark didn't have a job. But, you know, and it works kind of like this in corporations too. Uh, And I've I've had this happen to me where they say something like, oh yeah, we're going to make a whole division and you're going to be part of that division. And then you wait a month, the division never gets created. You wait a couple months, the division never gets created. And then you go like, okay, so what am I supposed to do here? Like, am I just a generalist now? Do I just do general things? I'm not going to focus on this one thing. So I'm just going to do general things. And maybe that's why Mark left the company. Like that's why he might have left NASA's because he wanted to do something particular. He wanted to do moon stuff and he was, you know, maybe they were talks beforehand of like, hey, we're going to do this thing. This is our idea. And if we get it passed, it's going to be amazing. But since it didn't get passed, legislation didn't get passed, lawmakers didn't say it's okay, then it didn't become a thing. So is that why he left? Possibly. So now their visions weren't aligned, and Mark said, I'm out of here, I'm gonna do other things. And NASA's fine with it. You know, Jim Brightenstein said they wish him all the luck in the world, and he's a great guy, etc. So no hard feelings, uh, just move on to different things, different projects. And who knows, maybe when he was at NASA, somebody came to him and said, you know, uh, I know you work in NASA, but here's another opportunity. If you'd like to take this, uh, we're open to uh, ideas and offers or whatever so um, that didn't happen so mark left not a big deal happens all the time in corporate America happens all the time in the government for some people this job isn't worth some of the headache that you have to go through all right now give me a second I got to take a quick break to pay some bills and pause for the cause all right welcome back to space cadets now SpaceX let's talk about this for a minute SpaceX launched Starlink. Starlink is a bunch of satellites that's going to beam internet down to the Earth, so people can have high-speed satellite internet. Now, they just launched 60 of these satellites, and each one of them, they're pretty close to each other, right? They're in like a line, they're in like a train, and they all have one solar cell, or a solar cell, one solar cell, I should say, um, that um, they get power from. So, basically, <clears throat> These satellites are in a line across the sky, and if you have the right camera, and if you're looking in the right place at the right time, you can see them flying over you. Now, this causes some problems for astronomers. Say if you're looking and imaging a celestial body, whatever it is, it could be Saturn, it could be a nebula someplace, but what happens, you're taking 10,000 pictures a night. Let's say you're taking 10,000 pictures. You could be taking less, you could be taking more. It's up to you, whatever you want to do. And through some of those pictures, uh, let's just say 100 satellites, 100 Starlink satellites fly through. And during that time, that image was the crispest, best image you would have been able to take all night at a specific time, right? So these satellites are blocking the best image of that thing that you could ever get. That's why astronomers should really think about how they pursue Starlink and SpaceX about this, because it's kind of their jobs to take pictures of really cool stuff in the night sky. And if these satellites, which are just they're kind of a big train, you can see you can see the video of them online. Um But it's going to block out some of these observation points sometimes. So they're going to have to take that into consideration. And once we get thousands of these things, thousands of these satellites up in the air, um, up in orbit, I should say, not in the air, then it's going to block more and more of the night sky. It'll be cool to see them. And it's kind of like when you spot the space station, it's a cool thing, but it's a little tiny dot. It's a tiny, tiny dot. You see it and you're like, oh, that's cool. And it's gone. And that's it. But if you're somebody who's... An astronomer, and this is your job. This could really take away from your livelihood. Could really block out the sky sometimes. So they just have to be careful and they have to communicate well with SpaceX and Starlink. Alright, I am done for this episode, my friends. I hope you found it informative. This has been the Space News Pod. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to spend it here with me. My name is Will Walden and I am your host every single Today, this is a podcast about space science and tech. I will see you soon.